Welcome to Spiritual Awakening Unpacked with Elizabeth Coe from Earth Sparkles. If you're on your spiritual journey, thirsty for knowledge and seeking your tribe, we've got you. Join us as we demystify all things spiritual and provide guidance, tools and support to help you no matter where you are on your journey. Hi, and welcome to my very first Spirituality Unpacked podcast. Today, I'm going to kick off by or kick off the season by talking about the things I believe are fundamental must knows. So these are the things I get asked about all the time and and knowledge that I feel can really empower you and make a difference. So number one, the number one thing that I that I believe everyone needs to know is about their divine right. So we are spiritual beings having a human experience. So I'm just going to let that sink in for a second. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. So this physical plane is the only place where our souls can learn and grow. We choose our lessons, parents, and we map out our life before we even come here. So not everything goes according to plan, as as we all know, Um, And that's mainly because you still have choices. You have choices in what you do or decide, don't decide to do. um, And we can go off track. And sometimes we can take a long time to learn our lessons. So sometimes the lessons will get harder and harder until we finally get them and accept them and integrate them into, you know, into our lives or into, into ourselves. So for me, I find that it helps to recognize that All is as it should be and every experience, especially the difficult ones, have things and takeaways for us in them. We just need to look for and acknowledge them even when we don't understand them. So I know for me personally, I've had many very difficult experiences through my life and at the time you you just, you can't see why. It makes no sense. Um, but I have learned through experience to just trust. So just trust that everything is as it, is as it should be and it might make sense in a month or five years or maybe it never will and it won't make sense until, you know, when it's your time to go home and you're on the other side and then everything becomes clear. So basically it is a leap of faith and you need to trust. So I'll, I'll give you um, an example from that, well, for me. So, um, and a lot of you will be quite familiar with this story. So, you know, fast forward across it, uh, fast forward over it if you've, if you've heard it too many times. Um, but about four and a half, actually, no, at this time of the year. No, it's five years ago now. So five years ago, I completely ruptured my Achilles tendon. Um, it was a horrible injury. It completely debilitated me. I was living in a split-level home and I had a couple of steps in the middle of the house that, you know, at the front of the house I had my bedroom and ensuite and a front living area and then there was a couple of steps that went up to the back where the kitchen and the kids' bedrooms and everything was. I was a single parent at the time and I could do nothing, nothing I couldn't 
shower myself. I couldn't, I just, I couldn't, just couldn't do anything. My children had to make all my meals, had to bring me water if I wanted to drink. So it was a really tough um, couple of months. I was in the moon boot for several months. And, you know, at the time, you don't know why, I had to inject myself so I didn't get blood clots and it was just, it was horrible. I was in a lot of pain. Anyway, through that experience, what it taught me is to accept help. I've always been the sort of person that, nope, nope, I can do it by myself. I don't need help. I'm a strong, independent woman. Um, I don't lean on anyone, um, you know, because I, I can do it all. So this experience taught me, well, hold up, love, <laughs> you can't do it all. You have to accept help and because I had no choice. So that led to when I went back to work, I was I had to catch two buses to get to work. I was in a moon boot with um, I think I was, don't know if I still had crutches at that point. I think I might have had a walking stick. I think I was able to put weight on my leg at that point. Um, but anyway, it was difficult. You can imagine. I had to walk because I couldn't drive, um, and I had to walk away quite a way to the bus to get the first bus and just even that was exhausting it tired me out and it hurt anyway I had gone down with someone to the cafeteria at work to get a coffee and someone was asking me what had happened I told them was telling the story and this acquaintance of mine uh overheard and he he stepped up to me and said you know excuse me but what you need is a work husband <laughs> And he then proceeded to offer me a lift home because he knew I lived, you know, near him in the same sort of area and he would he offered to give me lift home a couple of times a week. My natural instinct is to say no. And I went to say no thank you. I mean, I, I didn't really know him. We were acquaintances. We would always stop and have a chat in the halls at work. I thought he was a really nice a really nice guy. I already um, always enjoyed having a chat and a laugh with him, but I wasn't, you know, just not going to get in in someone's car that I don't know very well and accept their help. But as I went to say no, the lessons I had learned raced through my head and I thought to myself, heed the lesson because if I didn't heed it, and didn't accept it and integrate it, what would have happened next? <laughs> like I dread to think. So I accepted that help and he took me home and, you know, it went from there. Now looking back, I can see, one, the lesson, you know, that I had to learn has been really good for me, but if that hadn't have happened, I would not have gotten married two and a half months ago. So that man that gave me lift home, um, we just enjoyed each other's company so much and unexpectedly out of the blue without either of us looking, um, you know, the, the love story occurred and we've just gotten married. So now five years later I look back and I am grateful for that injury and what it taught me and then what it has 
allowed into my life. So that, anyway, that's my, well, that's the, I guess, the example that stands out for me at the moment about learning your lessons, accepting them and and recognising that all is as it should be, even when it's a, a difficult situation. Okay, so moving on, number two. Number two takeaway or number two thing that I think everyone needs to know is that you should question everything and listen to your gut. So just because someone more experienced in, you know, spiritual awakening or they're a healer or they have some credential that you admire and respect, don't take their word for gospel. And that includes mine. And not because what I'm saying isn't truthful, it is, but your own gut will not lead you astray. So it's healthy to question everything. It's healthy to examine information you're being given from all angles and see how it sits with you. Look inside yourself and and how does your gut feel about that? Is it comfortable? Does it make you feel happy? Does it make you feel yucky or icky? Does it feel heavy or, or do you feel light? So you need to work with learning to or work with your intuition and your gut and learn to recognise the signs. So, uh, again, an example from myself is I am a very logical person and I like proof. In my professional career outside of this, I am a risk manager in the corporate world. So you can imagine the difficulties that I have had reconciling um, you know, the the spiritual stuff with my logical brain that constantly wants proof. So I would be asking for proof all the time. People would tell me things and I would take it with a grain of salt. So even if I thought there was credibility to something, I would still examine it. So there you know, lots of people um, that that I respect and learn from, I don't take absolutely everything on board without questioning it, even if I think they are already a credible source of information and knowledge for me, I still apply that litmus test to how the knowledge they're imparting with me sits with me. So I strongly recommend that you do the same. And again, that's up to you whether or not you take on that advice because you'll know whether or not that's right for you. That's, again, one of our divine rights. It's choice. So we need to apply that. Number three thing that everyone needs to understand is the power of your thoughts. So your thoughts define you and they create your reality. So there really is something in that, oh, you know, the glass half empty or the glass half full attitude. Where you place your attention is what you're going to draw more of to you. So if you are always seeing the negative and um, finding all the fault and everything that's wrong in something, you're going to see more of that. And guess what? 
the energy, sorry, the universe will send you more of that because it will match your vibration. So if you're sitting in a fear-based space, so you're operating from fear, it's very negative and dark and heavy, you will draw more of that to you. Whereas when you operate from your heart space and you're looking for, you know, you're focusing on the positive and you are light then you're going to draw more of those things to you. You're going to draw the right experiences, like the good experiences to you, the good people that are going to be helpful to you will surround you. And you think of like a, you know, if someone's like a wet cloud, you don't want to be around them. You want to be around someone who is uplifting and how they, um, you know, they make you feel good. So that kind of leads me into my fourth point, which is the importance of surrounding yourself with people who uplift and inspire you because we do become like the people we surround ourselves with. So if you want to grow and be um, inspired, surround yourself with people that are inspiring. Don't surround yourself with people that drag you down. So... I'm sure we all know people that when we spend time with them, we just feel, ugh, blah. You feel so tired and drained. You might not be in a very good mood and you might be a bit irritable. It's because they've sucked the life out of you. So they're like energy vampires, draining your energy. Opposed to the people that uplift you and you feel um energized and excited or just just happy and just light light of spirit so those are the people that you want to spend time with and that actually just line this up quite nicely is a good segue into my next point which is around the importance of energy energetic hygiene so this is a very foundational basic practice or basic ritual that people should practice daily, which is energetic protection and cord cutting and cleansing. So an example of this is, and this I'm just going to give you really simple ones that you can incorporate, you know, immediately, is the cleansing of your aura in the shower so some of you might be going oh but I don't even know what an aura is and that's fine um we we can we will address some of these topics as we move through even if you don't understand all the things that I'm talking about if you follow the steps you're still going to have the benefits just set your intention so actually that's another point that I've only just thought of that I I hadn't sort of considered to add in but intention is key so intention is everything so set the intention that you're going to cleanse your energy so something that I do without fail every time I have a shower and it's just it's habit now it's like getting up in the morning and brushing my teeth like I get in the shower and at the end of my shower I perform this little ritual when you, um, you're standing under the water and the, the water is washing over you 
visualize a beautiful white light coming through with the water and then see the white light with the water washing off all the dross and energetic dirt that has stuck to you throughout the day or throughout, you know, since the last time you showered. And you just see it all come off of you and wash down the drain. So at the end of that, you can cut cords, which actually that's probably a whole other um, topic. So just, just wash that off of you. If you know how to cut cords, cut cords at that point. Um, but if you don't know how to do that yet, then just that energetic cleanse is going to be good. And you can actually, do you know what, ask your guides. This is where the intent comes in. Ask your guides, please, can you cut cords for me? And then they can assist you with that. It's a little bit of a workaround until you have the knowledge of how to cut cords yourself. So once you've cleansed, it's important to protect. So one doesn't really go without the other. So a very simple way that you can protect your energy is to imagine yourself in a beautiful bubble of white light. So this bubble, if you can imagine imagine that surrounding yourself under your feet and over your head, it is very flexible. So things might hit it and they'll just bounce off. It's impenetrable. So just imagine that. And you can check in on that through the day too. So check in to your little bubble that surrounds you and just check to see is everything intact or is there a crack? Now, if you see a crack, don't discount it. You've seen it for a reason. This is where you start to trust the messages that are coming through from your guides. Just smooth it over. Just seal up that crack in your mind and move on. So that's a really nice, simple, I guess, introductory way to protect your energy. So the reason the, these, these things are important is one for the, you know, the, the people that really sap and drain your energy. You, you want to reduce that as much as possible. And if you're having a spiritual awakening at the moment or you're on the, the beginning of your journey, you may be finding that you are really affected by everyone around you. If someone is down the road crying and feeling sad, you have this overwhelming need to cry and you feel sad and you have no idea why or you're unreasonably angry but nothing's happened but you might be in the vicinity of someone who is in a really bad mood and what you've done is you've taken on their energy it's come into your uh, auric field and it is affecting how you feel so it's actually not your emotions, it's not your feeling, you've taken on someone else's. So cleansing and protecting is going to help you with that. And again, we'll do more, um, you know, being an empath, the signs around that, what it actually means and and how you can work with that and even the, you know, the advantages of it, um, I will address in a future 
educational topic um, in more detail. But as I said, this, this is really just a very, uh, I guess, a high-level overview of the key things that I just, I just want you to know um, ASAP. I, I couldn't bear to make you wait for some of these key things, even though we will address them in more detail later. So, um, okay, so the, I can't remember if I said this already or not, so I'm just going to um, mention it now, but energetic protection, um, cutting cords and cleansing, so that energetic hygiene, this is going to be the topic for the next episode. So when the next episode drops in about three weeks, um, tune in then for the, the how-to, like how, how do you actually do that in greater detail than, than what I've just shared with you now. Another um, number six key point that I want to share is that absolutely everyone can learn to develop their intuition and communicate with their spirit guides. I liken this, an example I like to give to explain this is singing. Everyone can sing. Some are naturally talented and with no training open their um, mouth and they sound like, well, they're just amazing, right? Others open their mouth and they sound terrible, but <laughs> they can st still singing. It's just not polished and it's clunky, right? Or it's just maybe not very pleasant to listen to, but they can still do it might be off key. With singing lessons and focusing on that and practicing, their singing gets better. That's an analogy that I like to use to compare with communicating with your spirit guides. Um, it's, it's the same thing. Everyone can do it. It's, it's a skill that you're born with. It's just something that some have not had to work for. And so they have just naturally got this talent that seems really strong and it's easy for them. And then there are other people that have had to work really hard to build that ability. So do not have any doubt in your mind about whether or not you can do that because you absolutely 100% can. So a basic tip I can give you around that is the importance of quieting your mind and creating space so you can hear your guides. So this is the thing. Your, your spirit guides are always trying to talk to you. They're always trying to share knowledge and, and messages and, and guide you and like push you in the right direction. But our minds are so busy with external chatter that there is no space for us to hear them. So my top tip for you on that is to create some space in your mind so you can hear the messages they're trying to give you. So with that, I'm actually planning a masterclass on this topic. Uh, so I, um, there will be more in-depth detail coming on that. But for now, if you don't know how to create space in your mind and how to, to create you know, calm and quiet, meditation is going to be your friend. So when I talk about meditation, I, I, you don't have to be you know, sitting cross-legged 
singing oms. It's um, it's about just quieting your mind. So an exercise that that you can do would be practicing looking into a lit candle, like watching a flame or an open fireplace, and just allowing your mind to go blank as you gaze into the flame. Or it could be that you lie on your back outside and you gaze at the clouds and you allow your mind to go blank. It could be that you're walking along the beach with your feet in the water and, again, you let your mind go blank as you watch the waves swirling around your feet. So I think probably those three examples will have given you the idea of what I'm trying to get you to understand, that it's just about creating that quiet, calm space where there are there is room for your guides to be heard. So those those are the that wraps up my first I guess the the first season one episode one topic. As I said, it is just the basics today. Uh, next time we are going to talk about energetic hygiene. Now the actions for you to take out of this that will improve your situation or your life in some way should you put them into effect is the cleansing and protection sorry cleansing and protection of your energy so cleansing in the shower every day energetically and doing the energetic protection those two things also the importance of thoughts so thoughts create your reality. So be really careful and, and mindful of how you are speaking to yourself because that's what you're taking on board and those are the things that um, are, creating, are creating your reality. Um, and so I'm actually giving you lots of takeaways today and actions to take. But the other thing is start to create that space in your mind and that quiet space so you can hear uh, when your guides are speaking to you. Okay, so um, that's it for that section and or that segment. And now we will move on to the next segment. Today I am really excited to be able to introduce my very first guest for the very first time I have this segment, Spiritual Awakening. Uh, and in this segment, uh, this is where we will discuss the signs and the messages that people have received from the beginning of their spiritual you know, awakening and, and their journey. And I guess any of their aha sort of moments and just so we can, I guess, understand how it's different for everyone and different people's stories will resonate with different people and we can all, you know, in the hope that we can like learn something and realise that perhaps something that's happening to us happens to, you know, others as well. So just to, to help us know that we're, we're not alone. So Caroline Jones, uh, as well as, you know, the biggest claim to fame is 
my sister. But <laughs> apart from that, <laughs> Caroline is a Reiki master teacher. Her business is Sparks of Life Healing. She is one of the founders of the Institute of Enlightened Awareness. She's released a couple of books and the, the one I'm going to just give a quick spruit to today is one that she has written with Stephen Jones and it's Modern Reiki for Modern Times. So she's a healer, a published author, um, a, a clinical nurse for over you know, 20 years, and Caroline, you can correct me if I've got any of this wrong, <laughs> totally going on memory here, dangerous. Um, so anyway, with, without further ado, uh, welcome, Caroline, to my first podcast. Thank you very much. <laughs> I'm very happy to be here today. <laughs> I wish you could see that. She, like, hugged herself. <laughs> we're, we're both feeling, just to give you the guys the heads up so you can picture this, we're both feeling uh, quite self-conscious because while we have both done recordings and Facebook Lives and things in the past, we have done them on our own, in our own space, with no witnesses. Um, we have taught together many times in the classroom. We've taught Reiki students together. Yeah. Um, but today, this is a completely different arena for us. We're sitting in my office. We have a big-ass microphone set up between <laughs> us. <laughs> I, I, we've tried to set the scene. I've got, you know, candles going and crystals around us and we've all both connected in with our guides. and Incense. Yeah, incense is going. And then I had to crack a window because I was, you know, choking us out, smoking us <laughs> out with this incense. Um, but we're, we're good to go. So if if we can start off, well, first of all, I guess, um, Caroline, is there is there anything I missed out on the intro that you think would be useful people to know about your background um well besides yeah being a nurse for a very long time um i'm also like a mindset coach and i teach people tools but i do call myself like a transformative healer because i work I'm certified crystal healer as well so i tend to use um like the mindset coaching you know, sometimes the crystals come in as well as the Reiki with the energy healing to give people what they each need because everyone, as you know, is so different that they can need different aspects of healing modalities to help them with what they need to um, recognise and work through. Excellent. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> right, well, let's, let's get down to... The nitty-gritty. Okay. So uh, I guess do you remember when your spiritual awakening started? So was there a was there a pivotal moment where you knew something was changing or you now what was it like for you? Okay, well for me, even though you know, like if people are looking into, you know, people that are known to be spiritual, whatever, and they can say, Oh yeah, you know, I've grown up and I've always seen these things and being connected in on some level. Yes, that was me. But I did sort of shut it down. But for me, my actual awakening, and I can remember the moment, it was many years <laughs> ago now, and um, might sound like TMI, but 
it was in a previous relationship and I felt like almost like the walls were closing in and I was suffocated and I almost felt like I was going to die inside if something didn't shift but I couldn't put my finger on what that was. So even though that relationship was extremely difficult for want of a better word, I felt like something needed to change. But on the top of my mind, I was like, what's going on? Like my work was okay. You know, I had healthy children. Like, even though the relationship was difficult, I just thought for some unknown reason that's what it is. And I didn't really connecting with the fact that that's what the problem was. Like it didn't seem like that on the surface um, just because I was so closed off. So I actually, I was standing in the middle of a, <coughs> like a field and this might sound weird, but I actually just was looking at the clouds and everything in the sky because <laughs> I've always been a bit of a sky gazer. And I actually asked, I said, to myself and whatever was out there bearing in mind that I didn't normally do anything like this before and I was like I feel like something's wrong you know I need some help to break through like whatever it is I'm like I don't know what's going on but I don't feel right like can I just need you to do something I need you to help me whatever you are out there I need you to help me no matter how much it's going to hurt. And that's what I actually said. Probably should have left that bit out. <laughs> mm, my eyes just bugged out of my head, people. Yeah. <laughs> Again, what you wish for. Anyway, and so then within um, a few weeks, the universe or, you know, whatever name you want to, like, put on it, bought me exactly what I wished for. And um, that was a really heavy personal, you know, experience, basically, the relationship I was in, um, oh, let's just say it, that person, like, cheated on me and cracked cracked me open like I felt so raw and that helped me start to see how nasty that relationship was on all levels. Like, yes, it was abusive and things like that, but like they say, you don't always see it. You don't mm. see it when you're in it, even though that sounds really strange, like, even though you know on some level something's wrong. It's like you disconnect with yourself. And so that just started the whole process for me. It just cracked me wide open and I, it, my mind, like it was just like my whole world just exploded. Um, and like the pain and everything that I was feeling, um, looking back now, like in my mind I can go, I felt, I feel like for me that I needed to feel that because I was so numb to myself because of the, that um, abusive relationship that I'd been in had made me shut down on so many levels mm -hmm. that I couldn't feel anything. So to have that experience connected me back in with myself so I could start to feel and then start to learn who I was again. And then that sort of started my journey when I was in, like, investigating, you know, energy, like, all that type of stuff. So what did you, um, <clears throat> what did you do, I guess, when you first, so you, you, you felt 
the pain and you knew yeah. that there needed to be more. Yeah. What, after that, what yeah. did, did you receive signs that helped to guide you on the way? Like how did you know where to go and what to do next? Um, well, I think it was really bizarre because I've always been um, very much connected in with my gut instinct. So even though I was shut down, because I felt like I almost couldn't trust myself with what was going on because I was so emotionally um, all over the place, I connected in with my gut. And so um, it was things like it would like almost lead me to a person that I needed to talk to at that time to, you know, maybe like get some counselling or, you know, see a psychologist or I would um, feel like I'd see some affirmations like I reckon someone got me some cards or like that's right, someone got me, a good friend of mine got me a little book of affirmations and, I, and I'd never really read those before but I followed that for a reason and then like started reading those affirmations to help me change my mindset because I was having lots of negative thoughts. So reading those was like this beginning step to go, okay, you actually need to start changing your mindset. And then um, I, besides being drawn to people, it was like I listened to my gut and it was like you've got to appreciate if you're feeling heavy, like the things like the light in the tree. So I was taking these really baby, baby steps to appreciate even a pretty butterfly because I didn't have the capacity to um, really see everything else because I was so caught up in what mm. I was going through. But And then it was like my gut would be like, okay, you know, lean on, you know, my family, which I did. And if I can't make really good decisions for myself and ask, so I did do that with the people that I knew were healthy and that I could trust. And by healthy, I mean they had healthy mindset and mm. values and things like that. Um, and then it would be things like, I'm sure I read somewhere that if you see feathers on the ground, is a sign that your guardian angels are out, like looking after you. So then I'd be looking out for like feathers on the ground and then it would be like oh, I'd see all these different animals and for some reason I'd go, well, let's look that up in a book. And so then I would like look it up online or, you know, you'd find it's like a book would come out. And so then it's almost like, you know, you start to see these signs and because you read somewhere that, um, feathers are a sign for your guides and you go, well, oh, and then you follow on from that. It's like, well, you can get different signs from your guides and like, well, what does that mean? And then it's when you look at it online or you find a book, it's like they'll show you things that mean something to you. So say, for instance, um, like I'm a very visual person and say I was feeling... I don't know, lost and disconnected myself, I might be walking past a bookstore and a book is in the front glass window of the shop and it would be 
you know, how to connect in with yourself or whatever, and it might even be on sale. <laughs> so it's like signs like that. And even one day I was going for a big walk and I was like, right, I'm going to test this stuff, like if God's are real or whatever, because I was always very sceptical. Mm. And um, I was like, I'm going to be very specific and I'm going to say, okay, if you are real, I would like to see a cloud in the sky shaped like an angel, you know, the cherub ones that are oh, yeah, the bellies, yeah. and they blow on the little trumpets or whatever. I'm like, <laughs> I want to see one of those. Yeah. And it was pretty much like a cloudless blue sky. Yeah. And I was like, if you can show me that, I'm going to. Don't you love believe. how we test them? I know. We're like, throw down the challenge. If you're real, you you'll do, do this. this. <laughs> and I'm not kidding, probably within about 10 minutes, I looked up and there was a cloud in the sky shaped like a cherub angel wow. with the wings. Yeah. And it couldn't have been anything else. It, I couldn't have transformed it <laughs> yeah. into anything else. That gives me shivers. Yeah. And I was like, wow. Mm. Okay. Okay then. All right. I'm going to start connecting in with more. And then it was like going, okay. So I'm having a conversation with myself. But then it's like this isn't um, me being insane because when you're starting to talk to your guides, it's like they never tell you bad things or crazy, you know, like it's not like you're told to go off and hurt yourself. or hurt Actually, that's a, it's a really good point. I'm just going to jump in there for yeah. anyone anyone listening. And, and when I do um, pick a card and stuff like that, I, mm. I reiterate it there. But when you are talking to your guides, mm they they don't tell you harmful things. So if yeah. you've got some negative negativity coming through with it, um, thoughts to harm yourself or others, that's not your spirit guides. No, nah, and you need so, to really yeah, you, yeah, you probably do need to get some help. Yeah, you need um, to go see someone. Yeah, go and, go and chat to someone because our guides are loving and they love us and they try and help us. So yeah. just just a little side note, but yeah. sorry, keep, keep because, going. by the way, we are not medical experts. So no. Just <laughs> no, 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 we're not medical experts no. or anything like that. So, um. <clears throat> Yeah, so it's just, you know, it's hearing your own voice in your head quite often and sometimes they talk in a different way. And that's right, even that day with the cherub, it's funny, I've had a flashback, they said my beloved to me. Oh, I've had that. And I'm like, I don't, I'm yes. to myself. Yes, <laughs> I, I've thought the same thing. So when I've um, heard things from my guides before, yeah. it'll be, you know, my beloved. And I'll yeah. be going, what the hell? I don't yeah. say beloved to anyone. Yeah, but that's what's come yeah. come in, and you go, oh, okay, so yeah. all right, that that's yeah. that's for real. Yeah, mm. and the other thing was was that for me, I used to always get the tingles because that's a sign that I needed that mm. I was connected in with them. So I don't need that now mm. because you know I've like moved further along. But in the beginning, but you still get them though, don't you? Yeah, I, I get I get three tingles all the time, but not very often now. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's like. You know, they work within almost like what you can accept. So, mm. you know, seeing the feathers, seeing the cloud, then listening to my gut. And I always used to have really vivid dreams. Mm, yeah, vivid vivid dreams are really interesting. Um, you can always tell when a dream is is not just a dream as well and there's, you know, more to it. Anyway, that, that's definitely a topic for another day as well. So I just want to go um, jump back to where we were talking about signs and messages. It, it feels to me that 
one it, it's a bit of a snowball effect yeah. so once you start looking for them and mm. recognizing them you start to see them yeah. everywhere yeah is that what happened with you that they really so it sounds like you did have that snowball kind of effect yeah, it did it just kept picking up and picking up and i would see feathers everywhere so then i'd look at like are all feathers the same or do they have different meaning mm. and it's like oh you know the different colors have different meanings so then i was like okay and then that led me to looking at um when you see different animals especially if they're unexpected mm. um or if you're seeing a whole lot of them that it means something on that metaphysical level or like totem animals things like that mm. leads you down a rabbit warren doesn't it because it then it will lead you to oh so different colors have meanings yeah so yeah. what do the different colors mean yeah. and it it just opens up this whole world it's to like, explore it's almost like following stepping stones yeah like leading yeah. you on a path so that each time you see or recognize something then it's like it opens you up a little bit more and then you're ready to see what else the next thing is and then mm. It might lead to that book, or you know, you look at, you know, like something else, and so then you, and then you, while you're looking at that book, you come across something else, and then you see something mm. else when you're out and about, or whatever, mm. and it just keeps on, like expanding and mm. growing. So I just want to go back because you you said earlier that um, you would be. You know like we, we were talking about what what next like what did you do next mm. um after that initial kind of awakening and you said you would see what you were drawn towards mm. so i just want to talk a little bit about what being drawn towards something looked like for you that early on mm. in your journey because i know it, it changes as we get more experienced mm. with it yeah but but way back when you were newly waking up mm -hmm. what what was what did that look like for you um, well, I guess for me it was um, I'd get drawn because I always loved the beach. I'd get drawn to like go down to the beach and then like on the way going past there I saw a crystal shop and I thought, oh, that looks really cool. I'm just going to pop in there and have a look. So it was like it, it, it's almost like a, a spotlight gets shine shone on it and so it stands out. Mm. to you so would it so, be perhaps like like a crystal shop that you might have driven past many times yeah. but never caught your attention yeah and it's a question of um well i've noticed it today so you know what i'm gonna and the thought yeah. pops in your head but that could be cool to look at so you just you do it yeah it wasn't even like it was um like a like a um i don't know like a big thought in my head it was like oh a spotlight on it Oh yeah, I'm gonna go in there and have a look. Oh yeah, and then I'd wander around and see different things and then I'd be like, oh well, you know, some of these look like they're well well priced and I'd go, I just some of these what? Crystal cr stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, oh actually so, that probably made sense because it was a yeah. crystal shop. <laughs> yeah. So I'm like, oh yeah, you know, and some of that well priced, so I might treat myself and like I'll get something and then I might go and go for a walk down the beach, but then in the shop you might meet someone and have a conversation and that gets you thinking and then down at the beach, mm. like, you know, you think about it more and then um, I was just trying to think 
there's some other stuff I was drawn to. So then, like, I've only ever gone to see, like, healers or, you know, people mm. who do readings by recommendation. And a friend of mine was like, oh, go see this lady. And I'm like, what have I got to lose? She's not going to send me to some psycho nutbag. So, because <laughs> they exist. <laughs> yeah, they do exist. <laughs> um, so I thought, oh, just for fun, all right, I'm just going to go there, have no expectations or anything at all. And the whole experience, like, blew my mind. She told me things that no one could know. You know I mean, it's not stuff that you could look up on the internet mm. or that you could look at me and go, well, you know, they're a 30-something-year-old, so they probably have kids and they're probably stressed out mm. with their work. Like, it wasn't general sweeping yeah. generalizations it was specific things and I was like wow yeah and, and I guess that was another sort of stepping stone that made me go oh and so you know I thought about it for a bit and then I went and saw them a few times and they were always always spot on and then um with them I decided to learn Reiki one mm. so obviously then that sort of opened me up a bit more and um, what I've learned during that helped me listen more to my intuition so then I and I understood more I guess what I was seeing and it was learning to trust and so that was really then probably yeah, a pivotal moment it was yeah on your journey it to was, being where you are now yeah because I've never seen a healer or like I think I've had readings before but I didn't know when I saw this person that they were a Reiki master teacher. I thought I was going there for a reading. Yeah. So when I walked in and I saw their healing table and everything, I was <laughs> you would have been like, like "Uh oh." <laughs> I was like, "What?" And she was like, "Don't you know what I do?" And I went, "Not really. I'm just like coming because my friend who I trusted <laughs> recommended you." And she was like, "All right, then. Well, I do this, this, and this." And I'm like, "Well, I'm here now. I might as well just yeah." see what it is it's not can't hurt me do you know yeah. what I mean like, well you'd, you'd heard of Reiki because I'd oh yeah I'd done it many yeah. years yeah ago but yeah. um you know I've never like been we interested yeah. or yeah you know um yeah so that I was like wow yeah it was crazy yeah like in a good way yeah but it really like crazy good. the things that she told me and then the hit likes pulling like she literally um remove a lot of the heaviness of the emotions that I was feeling. Mm. And like that just blew my mind. Yeah, I don't know. For me, I always think that Reiki is such a nice um foundation when you are really going on that journey because yeah. be, I don't know, just it's because of what it does open you up to and the things that you learn. But we're not this yeah, is not meant to that, be yeah. about spooking Reiki, so we won't yeah. um continue on that. But I can see that that would have been a really pivotal point it was for you yeah with the like following sort of those signs it was like that was a big stepping stone mm. for me and then it is it's almost like peeling that layers of an onion as well it's like mm. those signs they just keep like popping up and if they are healthy mm. you know you're not feeling like you need to do something like bad or anything like that mm. like we talked about before mm. then it's really it's really interesting to see where it leads you and what you learn mm. if that makes sense yeah yeah it does um i'm just trying to think what other questions did i 
book that I have, but I think I've sort of asked along the way. Um, I, I guess if we go back to the very beginning, when you knew that perhaps things weren't right mm. before everything opened up, yeah. did you have an inkling that something was coming? And, and not about not about the big, you know, a, implosion yeah. that, that occurred, but about the, for, oh, from a spiritual side. Actually, that's interesting that you say that because I think I was feeling really restless inside myself and unsettled. And normally I'm quite a peaceful, like calm, relaxed person, but I felt really um, unsettled all the time and restless and I couldn't pinpoint why I was feeling that way. Like if I was thinking about, oh, you know, is it my job? You know, is it the people around me? Is it, you know, that I'm getting at a certain age and hormones are changing or is it the kids or whatever? And I couldn't, that didn't answer my question. I'm like, no, there's something else and I don't know what it is, but there's something that isn't right. Like I just felt, that's mm. the only way I can describe it, is just that I felt really unsettled, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Mm. I feel like that's quite common as well, mm. that for a lot of us, before we, you know, have fully stepped onto that journey or before we're really aware that that's what's missing, I feel like, you know, we begin to feel restless and that something's missing and we don't know what it is in our lives. You know, we might be, um, we're either single and, and happily single mm. or we're in a relationship and, you know, it can be a fulfilling relationship. Mm. Work might be good, like family and home life might be good and you're still left with this this feeling of, of wanting something. Yeah, like well, there's something yeah. and you don't know what it is. And, and I it's think different for everyone. It is. Like, um, and I think it's about your soul is needs to be nourished. Yeah. So generally when, you know, so if anyone's got that feeling, I mean, if you've got that feeling and you've you found the podcast, you've probably already recognised it. Yeah. So, you know, if you have, maybe this is more about spreading the word. If you have friends that are feeling restless and they don't know why, you know, it can, it could be that their soul is ready, that their soul wants to be nurtured. You know, it's it's ready for that next step and connecting yeah. back into home. Well, I mean, that's how I describe it. Yeah. So mm. it's soul connecting back into source. Yeah. For me, it's like they want to connect in with home. And finding find their, it's mm. almost, it might sound a bit strange, but it's almost like finding their purpose as yeah. well. So you, like you said, you may or may not be single. You may or may not be in a relationship. That relationship may or may not be fulfilling. You might be working, not working. You might have kids, not have kids. Yeah. Like, you know, that doesn't matter yeah. because everyone is so different. It's all the earthly, physical the stuff. Earth, yeah. And, yeah. you know, that obviously plays a part and that's, you know, probably, again, something that wouldn't necessarily be needed to be discussed in this um, topic. But it is that it's like you're getting called to connect more with your true self. And when you have that experience, whatever that is, and you start to connect in with yourself, 
then you don't feel as restless when you find what it mm. is and you're connecting with yourself. You do start to feel like calm again, like those at, re- peace. at peace because mm. you've recognised it and you're in um, connecting in, like you said, like with like your soul self, your spirit, and when you do that, it's like you said, it's like you've come home. So mm. you're in alignment and doing what is right for you, mm. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I think so too. And I and I'm just I'm thinking of, you know, and again, this is this would be actually. No, I'm going to save it for a, mm. an actual education topic, I think, mm. which it's around what I'm thinking of is the way our guides, our spirit guides communicate with us. Yeah, that's a, and, and, a good topic. Yeah, to so I think, yeah, rather than or try and touch on it here, yeah, yeah well, you, you just want to come back, don't you? Yeah, I do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that would be a really good topic to discuss. Um, I kind of envision that would be more of a, almost more of a, of a series or you know mm. perhaps that's a master class or something like that yeah. um for the future so we'll mm. we'll touch on that um more later mm. um so i guess what i'd like to ask you now is so there's there's two parts to this next question so one is what advice would you give to someone who is at the start the very start of their waking up mm. and it's connected, which is why I've kind of lumped them together. Yeah. What are the top three things someone should know or do at the start of their journey? So, if you were interested in, um, oh, sorry, so, so yes, move sorry. closer, not further closer. away. Um, yeah, so if you were interested in seeing a healer, I would go to someone that's well recommended. Um, if you're a reader, like if you're really interested in books, whether it's Kindle or whatever. I would um, look at some books that you might find like helpful, whether it was, you know, on tuning into your soul or, you know, whatever that might be. Um, And I would also actually start some self-care if you don't normally do that because part of nurturing your soul is also nurturing your physical like an emotional or mental self. So if you're well, overwhelmed or, you know, whatever you've got going on, I would say to nurture yourself, even if that's something really small like sitting in a chair for 10 minutes and having a cup of tea or coffee on your own. Mm. But that stuff is really important because it helps you connect in with yourself, which is part of... The journey of awakening. So prioritizing yourself. So yeah. so from so then if I can just recap, yeah, what what I got out of that is the top three things that you should do would be to nurture yourself and take time out, even mm-hmm. if it is ten minutes a day. Yeah, have to be even if it's locking the bathroom door so you can shower in peace. Yeah. So there's that. Um, the next thing would be to read. Yeah. So find topics of interest, whatever you're drawn to, yeah. and and read or listen to podcasts like yeah. this one, um, <laughs> <laughs> or you know. So it's it's whatever format you like to yeah. get information. So basically, basically educate yourself. Yeah. And yeah. this is what I had to recap. What was yeah. the first one? 
um, if you were interested in having seeing a healer uh, or a reader, then yeah. to to do that, yeah, do your research and see a, a healer or a um, do you mean a reader like an oracle card reader? Oh yeah, or, or, or to, like psychic like, reader? Yeah, like how you go. A healer, just yeah, in, yeah, in whatever yeah. format that yeah. takes. Yeah. And so then the advice components, so you've given the three things that someone mm. should know or do, um, is the advice that there should be someone who is recommended or what was the advice piece? Um, I think recommended is like a good thing because I guess, you know, you can go to markets and someone can pop up and things like that. But... I think it is good to see someone that's recommended because if you they've been recommended by recommended to you by someone that you trust, then mm. you know you can sort of trust a bit more, like their background and things like that. I, mm. I don't know. I just feel like that's yeah a good thing. I think it's hard at the start, and when see when because when you're starting start. out, it is hard at the start. That's right. And you, if there's no one around you, yeah. Well, then look at oh, if there's no one around you, or there's you know you don't know, and you sort of don't want to ask people because you feel like they're like not open to whatever. Then I would like seriously, I would look at on the web and like look up whatever reviews, reviews go onto facebook look at reviews go onto instagram look at reviews or whatever it is um and just look like look for reviews that way so whether it's word of mouth recommendation or um you're looking at people online and looking at the reviews i think that's a really like that's a good thing to do because it's like anything, you know. Mm. Um, you, when we're looking for a service, we tend to look for you try and look for a little bit of information on it. Mm. So I think that's helpful. Even if you did a little bit of a search and you just mm. dip your toe in and you go see someone and you might not feel like they're a good fit. Trust that feeling. Yeah, and then go, you know, you, yeah. you might look at someone else and go, oh, they've got some good reviews and... You know, you yeah. might go see them, but I think it is smart. But even then they might not be a good fit for and you. Why not? And because okay. what works for one is the same with modalities. Yeah. What modality and what healer works fantastically for one person might not suit you, and, and that's completely okay. Yeah. So I think for me, if I was going to um, add my bit of advice in, it would be if you're looking for a healer yeah. or the right book, or the right crystal, or whatever it is. Well, and ask your guides. Mm. I think it's really important that you start communicating with your guides, yeah. even if you don't quite believe they're there. Yeah. Because whether you believe it or not, they are there. That's right. <laughs> so it doesn't actually matter if you believe they're there. Yeah. Um, so start asking them, and and I talk about this. Um, I've talked about this a lot over the years, but. When you speak to your guides, just be polite. Like, remember, remember your manners. Yeah, is, that's right. um, so, you know, use, use your please and thank yous. And I know it seems very basic, but I still think it's worthwhile mentioning. So ask them, please bring me the healer that I need at this moment in time. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, and look for the signs because, as we said, it's a snowball effect. Yeah. So the more you you recognise the signs, the more they will be 
shown to you yeah. and and so then and that grows and then before you know it there are, you're seeing the signs everywhere you'll have the right people coming across your path and when they do come across your path trust your gut as caroline said like our gut will not lead us astray yeah. it's our mind that stuffs us up That's because true. we think 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 yeah. and while yes there is a place for that um, with this kind of arena, you know, it's more about trusting your gut and who resonates with you yeah. personally. And if you wanted to more information on what about signs, say for you that for some reason a lollipop has popped into my head. And you know the <laughs> okay. green, it's like a big green lollipop, but it's got a swirl of white and pink Yes, in the yes. So say for you that that represents happiness and you're feeling, you know, like you're at the beginning of your journey and you're like, oh, you know, what's going on? And for some reason you see a random lollipop sign in front of a, you know, a shop that whether it's been there before or not and but you haven't popped in. And so then you go, oh, okay, oh, lollipop, that's my happy place. All right, I'm just going to go there and have a look and in there you might meet someone and that person becomes your best friend or, you know, that person you start chatting and they actually work at a certain place and you're not happy at your job and so you're chatting and then they're like how good it is and then you actually put your application in and you get a job there too. Mm. Like, so that's sort of how those things work. So if you, you know, can work on like understanding that and going, okay, a lollipop for you might represent happiness, but for someone else it could mean nothing. Yeah. But the signs are always something that you connect with because it would make no sense for me to see a lollipop if I needed to see a chicken. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, so it's important that I yeah. think people are. But it's also you well. don't, I mean, I think yeah. also don't ask for something that's, all around you every day yeah you know but but also don't make it something impossible yeah and and this reminds me um of a conversation i was having a friend recently uh, with a friend and an analogy she gave me and i know i think it's it's really apt to, to share it here uh it was around a man who was and forgive me if i get some of the details wrong um but you'll, you'll get the gist of it there's a man in the desert mm. he's stranded he's He's dying. He's got no mm. food and water. Mm. And he prays to God mm. for help. Please, you know, hear me, send me help. Um, and he, you know, does that for a couple of days. On day three, man rides up on a camel and says to him, can I, can I help you? I've got food. I've got water. Let me, let me help you. And the man who's in the desert said, no, no, that's okay. I'm waiting for God. Hmm. So the next day, you know, all that, that man leaves and the man who's stranded in the desert prays again, please help me, send me, come, save me, save me, send me help, help me. So the next day um, a helicopter flies over and throws a ladder down to him. Some comes down, let us help you, let us take you to safety. No, no, I'm okay. I'm waiting for God to save me. I'm waiting for God to come. The man dies 
<laughs> because, you know, no food, no water, and he's in the desert. So when he goes and he gets to uh, have his time with God and have a chat, um, he says, God, why didn't you why didn't you save me? Why didn't you come and save me? And God said, I did. I sent you the man on the camel and I sent you the helicopter. Mm. Why didn't you take it? Yeah. <laughs> and the man said, I didn't take it because I was waiting for you to come. So, you know, I know I've got the details of this story wrong, but I, hopefully mm. the, the, you know, the intent yeah. has come across that God can't come. He can't leave his place where he is and physically manifest or what actually who knows maybe he can but anyway mm. he doesn't so but the point is he provided the help mm. but the person was so dead set mm. on what they thought that help looked like Correct. that they discounted the help that was actually in front of them mm. so i guess that was a long-winded way of Makes getting to, to, to say if you ask for something, don't, and something else is offered, but it's going to give you the same outcome, don't discount it just because it's a different colour, size, shape yeah. or form from yeah. what you expected. So don't, don't limit yourself in that way, I think. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does make sense. So I'm going, yep, yeah. yeah, I've gone, yep. So, you know, you're asking for help and just because it doesn't come how you think it's going to come, don't discredit it Yeah. because it might be, you know, exactly what you need Yep. or it could be a stepping stone to get you to what you need. So don't discredit it. Like try and look at things with an open mind mm. and heart and you'll be surprised at how. Yeah. Your questions are answered. Yeah. So ask for help and then accept the help that comes. Yeah. 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 Excellent. Absolutely. I think I think that's probably it for my questions around it. Is there anything else that you feel needs to be added in that we haven't discussed around this, around mm. your spiritual awakening and things that people might be mm. able to take from that? I just maybe I want people to know, um, I guess not everyone needs to be blown apart like how I felt I was. Mm. I think, you know, every awakening is different and it's tailored to what you need for you. Mm. So don't think, oh, my gosh, my whole world has to explode. It doesn't. We don't really want that. We don't yeah. really want that. <laughs> yeah. I clearly asked for it. But, you know, I think it is. It's exactly what everyone needs mm. and how it presents for you is mm. how you need it to be. It's not the same for everyone because we're all different. So I think it's really important that people know that as well. Mm. And you can take baby steps or you can take a big leap. Every, You know, it's all it's so all different. different. And I think that's the reason why I want to do this segment mm. in, in the podcast and have different people come in and talk about their experiences and at some point I'll talk about mine as well. Mm. I'm not sure if it's a bit difficult for me to do my own. I don't know if I just share bits and pieces as we yeah, go. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe you can interview me one yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll work it out. But but I think um, it's just really interesting to hear all different experiences because I can I will eventually have had 10 guests on mm. 
talking about their spiritual awakening. Mm. And whilst there will be similarities, every story and every situation will be different mm. um, because it's everyone's life and experience and what they need is different. Yeah. So, but but I think we can all get and take things mm. from you know if, every every story that we hear. I think so too. Mm. Mm. Well, thank you, Caroline, for yeah. being my <laughs> my inaugural guest on my inaugural <laughs> podcast. Thank you. <laughs> I um I I hope that everyone listening has. Um, got some takeaways from that or they've, yeah. they've found value in it. Um, I would love to hear your thoughts on it. If you have questions, please send them through to me. Um, and if you've got questions specifically for Caroline as well, that's also cool. Um, I'm sure she wouldn't mind yeah. answering them um, and, and I'll work out the logistics of, of how all that happens because, as you know, this is the, the first time I've done this, so I am I really am uh, learning as I go and the, the whole thing will be refined and, and tweaked as it goes as well. So if you have questions, you know, please, please send them through. But anyway, thank you very much. And, um, yeah, I look forward to having you on my show again. Thank you. I look forward to that too. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. It's time now for Ask Elizabeth, everyone's favourite segment where you have the opportunity to submit questions and have them answered by spirit. First up, we have a question from Angela wondering if this year will bring many changes for her family. So let's, let's see what we have here. So I've connected in with my guides already. I'm just shuffling the cards to see what is going to come out. But, but before that, um, I do have an image coming through and... It's a group of people, so I'm I'm going to to take that as your family. And there is a male. I feel like it's a young, young uh, masculine energy. So a young, young male or masculine energy, and <clears throat> he's waving his arms around. So. I, almost like so I see the back of him and he's waving his arms around and it's not like waving for help it's almost just I don't know if it's almost for attention like I feel like there's a bit of bit of a ruckus um, and I, I don't know if you have maybe a male in the family who is being a bit disruptive um, and I don't, it doesn't come across that it's, it's not really, um, it's not, not dangerous and it's, it's nothing really bad, but I, I, I feel like there might be um, a, a young man around who is trying, trying to get attention and um, 
Yeah, I don't know. There's there there may be some there may be some um, tensions there as well, or like I, I, the word like fractious. Is that even a word? Fractious. I think so, um, so it, maybe even just arguing for argument's sake and like pushing back and it's that kind of of an energy I'm getting. But 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 it, it's more that it's for attention rather than any deep you know need or any um like there's no danger or anything around it so i don't know if that's resonating for you angela um but that's what i'm getting through before i even look at the cards so i've pulled pulled some cards now uh, while i was talking um so I've pulled three. The first one is patience reversed. And this card is around it's talking about that the universe is supporting you uh, when you allow its influence to help direct the outcome. So you need to open yourself up to all the potential solutions around you and keep moving forward forward um but but in a i guess in a i almost think sort of almost a trusting the universe way so there's there's no need to have there's no frantic need there's no urgency around it um but just keep that considered moving forward so you know um keep your eyes open to new and unexpected opportunities and and follow them so don't i guess don't be stuck in an idea of of what you think um an outcome needs to be so i mean the, the question originally was will this year bring changes for my family so and, and then i'm seeing the boy or the, or the young man so i think if there is some um you know and i just i can't think of the right word for what's happening um, around this male energy, um, it's almost like a bit of contention. So if there's a little bit of contention around that, um, just follow the energy where it leads you. So keep moving forward um, and, and keep, you know, keep that action going but keep your eyes open for the, you know, the opportunities that you may not have expected <clears throat> so the other i don't normally pull three cards this was meant to be one card um kind of deal and whatever came through but anyway figure it's three so the middle card is a is a woman holding it a heart which is a female dealing with family love or emotions so interesting that these are the cards that that are coming up um it all starts to tell a story, doesn't it? <laughs> so this card is also reversed. So this indicates that you may be feeling emotionally overwhelmed at the moment and you can feel as though your or this your love life is turned upside down, but it also can be difficulty with a family member or close relationship. So so to me, because I'm seeing the young man um, in you know waving his arms around this I don't believe this is about your love life I think this is about your family um, and you know a, a male like a son 
or you know a close family member who's around your family at this time so you you need to um let go and resolve things now so if you're feeling overwhelmed by it let go and i would then go back to the first card we spoke about which is about let go trust and follow you know your keep moving forward in a um anyway, i'm going to say a relaxed way so don't don't be stressed and overwhelmed about it just let go and try and be quite peaceful and relaxed in moving forward while you keep an eye out for these opportunities um so don't take things personally I think that's key as well. So it, it comes back to um, originally I was thinking that the, that the male was wanting attention. So whatever is happening there, don't take it personally, um, but just endeavour to bring that greater clarity and self-empowerment, calmness to the situation. And always remember to keep a loving, heartfelt energy towards yourself. So then the last card that I pulled was Rest and Rejuvenation uh, Reversed. So in case anyone's interested, the cards that I'm using at the moment are the Energy Oracle cards by Sandra Ann Taylor. These tend to be a bit of a staple go-to for me when I'm doing readings. I find them very, very easy to use and, and they, you know, they always support the information that I have coming through. Uh, from my guides so the rest and rejuvenation is also reversed and this speaks of a time of of bustling activity and what seems to be unending business so you might be required to take more action concerning a project or situation so allow yourself to do what's needed but always remember to schedule some leisure time for yourself so when you hurry through life without a break, it can fragment your energy and it creates an abrasive life force, which causes potential frustration in all sorts of ways. So be careful not to let endless tasks take you away from yourself. The have two items on your list may be calling you, but this card reversed is telling you, take the time to meditate, rest and relax. So I'm going to give you an affirmation to go with this, Angela. And that affirmation is, I make relaxation a part of my daily life. Peace and quiet bring me clarity and joy. So for me, these three cards tie together very well with the initial image that my guides were showing me. You need to move forward in a relaxed you know, way, keeping an eye out for opportunities can keep taking that action whilst not taking what's going on around you personally but very very important for you not to get caught up in the never-ending tasks of the situation you need to take time out for yourself and the middle card also talked about having that loving intent towards yourself so that the last card is supporting that so make sure that you take time out to rest and meditate and to do whatever it is that you need to recharge yourself and to relax okay so i think as i said before it's a it's a very clear picture to me um take action but don't stress about it 
keep your eyes out for opportunity, keep moving forward, don't take it personally and make sure you relax. So in summary, I would say that, yes, there will be changes for your family, um, but I, and I think they're, they're, they are regarding those, sorry, those are more the actions that you need to take to create those changes. And I think to navigate that, you know, difficult situation that you're finding yourself in at the moment. Anyway, I hope that helps, Angela. Thank you for submitting your question. Okay, next up we have Dave who asks, how will I go with my dream job in Sydney? Okay, Dave, let's see what the spirits have to say for you. Okay, before I even started shuffling, I was seeing, I think you're going to have a great time in Sydney. So I see um, lots of fun, lots of, I kind of see, you know, lots of celebrating. So, you know, I think you're going to have a really fun time there. Um, I do see um, a, a little girl, actually, a little girl is coming, uh, being shown to me. And I think that little girl is, I feel like you're going to miss miss her. Um, she's quite young as well. don't know if you... I feel like you might have a little sister or or something like that around you. And I think moving to Sydney, they'll you'll miss her. They'll be, you know, missing each other there. But I think yeah, it, it's 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 celebration um, and yeah, happy. I feel like it's happiness there. Which makes sense if it's your dream job, I guess. But um, sometimes, you know, <laughs> sometimes these things don't turn out how we expect them to, and they're, they're not all they that they're cracked up to be. But I think for you, that yeah, you're you are really going to enjoy it, and it's going to be, you know, a time of great celebration for you, a lot of fun. Um, so I've pulled some cards as well, uh, Dave. So. Oh, look at this. The first card is the sun, which is around new beginnings and a giant, oh, sorry, not giant, great creativity. <clears throat> so, however, it's reversed. So, so you could be actually um, feeling some challenges at the moment. So, you know, and they're coming from within. So, you can be stand. You could be at the moment where I feel like you are possibly standing in your own way, and stopping self-expression out of fear or self-doubt. So right now, the message for you is: it's time to let go of fear and be willing to take a risk. Um, so you could be. It talks also talks about you could be. Excuse me, finding yourself living in the darkness of confusion with a lack of direction or even depression. Um, reclaim your power and take back emotional control of your of your life. So don't focus on the clouds. Um, you need to be focusing on what well, says like the sun, the light of your soul shines no matter what difficulty or darkness may be clouding the horizon. 
Your power and light are always present and able to bring healing and renewal through strong self-directed choices in any situation. So let go of the doubt. Let your creativity come forth and know that you deserve to shine. So if you have some doubts about this dream job and you're focusing on, you know, the negative aspects of it and maybe about missing this little the little girl that I was seeing, um, let that go. You deserve to shine um, and trust in yourself and your abilities. So I'm going to give you an affirmation as well, Dave, which is I open my heart and life to the creative inspiration of divine love. I choose to create happiness in every new day. There was one more card that I pulled. Again, normally I only do one card, but we have another one that I'm doing three for. So the last one that I've got for you is the yin and yang card, and it's reversed. So when it's reversed, it reveals a yang cycle, which is one of active, outgoing energy. This time calls for a more logical approach to things, but the logic needs to be applied to purposeful action. This cycle is often marked by creativity and new beginnings. Look, another one with new beginnings, sometimes with significant outer change. So let yourself apply more forceful energy to the task at hand and take advantage of this highly charged yang time. So, Dave, in summary, you already have everything you need within you to make this move or this this dream job in Sydney a success. So trust yourself, know that you deserve to shine, focus on the positives and take advantage of this new beginning and this, you know, the creativity of this time and this pull in all of your active outgoing energy and um and apply it because I, I think it's going to be a huge success for you. Thanks for submitting your question, Dave. Okay, next up we have Irene who says that she feels spiritually awake most of the time but then shuts down a lot and that's been happening more and more over the last couple of years. So I'll pull a card for this as well but... What I have coming through initially, Irene, is a little bit of overwhelm and then some fear. So I, so I think it's almost like um, you start to feel overwhelmed and then you shut down. So it's like a defence mechanism. So I don't know if you've been asking your guides for more than you can potentially handle at this point in time. So, you know, or if just the you know natural pro progression is that it's just a lot at the moment with other things going on in your life. So what I would suggest doing is when you speak to your guides, ask them to please give you what you need at a pace that you can handle so that you remain awake. So I think that it's important to sort of make sure that the awakening or the progression of that is at a pace that you can handle and that you so you don't um, overload yourself and, and basically be given more than you can handle. 
So for, for me personally, um, I always asked my guides to, you know, please, you know, allow my abilities to develop at a pace that wouldn't scare me, wouldn't overwhelm me, and so that also in a way that I wouldn't miss anything. I was worried that I'd be given too much, you know, too quickly and I would miss something critical. So um, absolutely uh, you can ask your guides to, you know, deliver in a way that is best for you. So perhaps have a think about how you might have framed it for them in the past and have a think about what you may have been asking for in the past um, and absolutely have that conversation with them. I'm also just going to pull a card um, to see, you know, what else there is on this for you. Okay, so the card that has come up for you, Irene, is walking away and it's reversed. So when it's reversed, it signals that you could be feeling very stuck in a present situation. Um, it could be a job or a relation that's not resonating with you, but out of habit or fear, you allow yourself to stay when it might be healthier to consider walking away. So habit and familiarity are compelling forces, often causing people to ignore their intuition and even dishonour their genuine feelings. This is a time of honest investigation. Consider all of the factors in the present situation. Perhaps the timing isn't quite right and there may be some purpose in staying a little while longer. Don't deceive yourself about your motivations, however. Fear-based decisions don't often work out in your highest interests. So you could also be stuck in a long-term personal habit or unhealthy pattern. Be aware that you always have the option and the responsibility to let go of any thought or behaviour that no longer honours you. Whenever you walk away from negativity, you always move towards greater happiness. So the affirmation for you, Irene, is it is safe and comfortable for me to move on. I consider all my options and then take action on my own behalf. So if you are feeling stuck, Irene, in a, in a situation or location, um, that could be causing the overwhelm. And so in being stuck in this habit it's just and this overwhelm, it's just too much. Um, and therefore a defence mechanism kicks in and you shut down because add to that, add to your present situation or the overwhelm that may be in place, if you add to that the, the spiritual stuff, it shuts down. The other thing to remember is spiritual awakening and that realisation of your higher self this is the last thing on our list of priorities as a human being. Our first priorities are always going to be your, uh, for example, your safety. It's about having a roof over your head. It's having food on your table. It's knowing that you're, you are personally safe from harm. So I don't know if you've heard of a Maslow's hierarchy of needs, Um but at the very top is that self-actualization. And that's where these things like spiritual awakening, that's where they fit. These are really nice things to have and they're very important. But your physical needs rate 
first. So again, that could be another reason. So if if you are, um, you know, as we said before, feeling overwhelmed, you're stuck in a situation, this, you know, self-actualization and, and the spiritual awakening, it's it's not a priority for you. And therefore, that's why, you know, could be shutting down. And it may be that this situation has been going on for some time, which is why it's been happening for a few years. But perhaps this situation is getting more untenable and which is why it's happening more the last couple of years. So you're kind of going, yep, I, I really, you know, I, I want to focus on this. I want to do more. And then, you know, your other needs kick in and you have to look after those. So, um, you know, a personal story here is that, you know, when I was in a very toxic situation um, and I was basically just trying to survive, you know, and, and have my children in a safe space with shelter and food and I was just trying to make ends meet, you know, the this spirituality and spiritual awakening, they were the last things on my list. You know, I shut everything down because I was in survival mode. Um, and, and you can kick into survival mode even if you're not literally fighting for your life. It's, you know, it's all, um, I guess, what, what's the word I'm looking for? It's all scalable, I guess, depending on your situation. Anyway, I hope that helps, Irene, um, and, and thank you very much for trusting me with your question. Well, that's it for today's episode of Ask Elizabeth. Remember to submit your questions to elizabeth at earthsparkles.com or via DM for a chance to be featured on the next episode. Well, that's a wrap for my very first podcast episode. Thank you, lovely people, for joining me. I hope you've enjoyed it and and learned some, you know, learned some new things and and put a couple more, you know, tools in your toolkit, uh, which is, you know, at the end of the day, that's that's what I'm aiming for. Um, to celebrate the, the the release of my podcast, I'm running a competition. So to win a reading valued at $110 with me, there are three things that you'll need to do. So subscribe to the show, leave a review for me on, like, rate it and leave a review for the show on iTunes. Um, it would be great if you could put in there, you know, what, what you enjoyed about the show. And then just tag a friend uh, on the social media post who you think might enjoy the podcast. So those three friends. So rate it and leave a review on iTunes. Subscribe and follow the show and tag a friend that you think would enjoy it. Um, I'm really happy to receive suggestions for improvement or where you think I can do things better or what you'd like to see more of etc but perhaps if you could dm me that would be great um i'm really keen to make this show as i guess useful as as i can for as many people as i can so thanks again and i will talk to you again in three weeks which is when the the pod next podcast drops 
And on that one, we'll be talking in a little more detail around energetic hygiene as the topic. There will be a guest and there will be more tools and tips and education shared. So I look forward to chatting with you then. If you search up Earth Sparkles, you'll find me on Facebook and also the website, which is www.earthsparkles.com. And from there, basically, you can find anything. Good luck in the competition and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.